everyone for tuning in this show is with mike morris who's a musician and he briefly became tiktok famous which was really cool and fun to talk about i actually got tiktok after this i'm like all right you piqued my interest um it's an okay app it's cool just another way to waste time but uh posting on is fun and easy so anyways this is going to be the only show that i probably do this on where i cut it halfway through and put the second half first and the first half second so it might be a little confusing and i'll do a little interlude in the middle but uh, pretty much the first 45 minutes of the conversation, we talked super in-depth about audio engineering and like making music. And then we talked about more of the fun stuff and who he is. So I just thought it'd flow better for people listening for the first time to hear who he is before, you know, super in-depth stuff. So thank you very much. Um, and I actually specifically want to thank all the Patreon um, people who stayed over the two months while I wasn't putting out a show. Like that means a lot to me that you didn't like just leave on me and stuff and um anyone else who you want to help make this show possible one dollar a month on patreon throw it on there i appreciate it there will be a link in the description all right here's the show I don't, I don't know, man. I've been wanting to say it on the show. The craziest thing happened to me three days ago. I got pulled what? over. Okay, I'd yeah. never gotten pulled over before. All right. Um, and so what was happening, they followed me on Clear Lake Road, which is like this, you know, five-mile road. You're going yeah, yeah, yeah. 55. Um, and I'm on it the entire time. There's a truck behind me. And so I'm like, Ugh. I'm swerving into the lane. And I swerve back. And I swerve into the yeah, lane. Yeah. I swerve back. And then I turn on the Northwest Expressway. So yeah. he's been following me for like probably eight to ten minutes yeah and then as soon as i turn on the north expressway he pulls it he like the woo and yeah. I, i'm like oh shit so i yeah. pull over he comes to the door he's like tiger are you drunk i'm like uh no and he's like why are you swerving in the other lane i'm like i honestly don't know man i'm sorry like as soon yeah. as he came up I'm like hey did, did i go too fast or yeah something? yeah i wasn't looking at the thing yeah he's like no you're swerving like you're drunk i'm like i was and he's like are you playing with your phone i'm like no it's not even anywhere close yeah. to me um and he's like drive safer man and he, he knew we happened to know each other from yeah. 10 years ago it's crazy situation yeah um so i drive off and i'm like why was i swerving like that and it's because when i don't have my hands on the wheel it goes to the left a little bit it's yeah yeah whatever yeah. misaligned even though yeah, i just got them yeah uh, rotated but what <laughs> i was doing dude i was eating an orange so i'd no cars would be coming at me yeah, it was yeah. at night so it was like dark but no no cars were coming i grab an orange and i just start peeling it until i got halfway in the other lane and then I go yeah. <laughs> and just naturally doing this yeah. and correcting for oh. it and so so i'm like oh my god i dude i could have gotten how a reckless driving thing yeah, just yeah. for eating a you fucking know, orange, orange. Like a mandarin no orange. i'm not drunk i'm just hungry <laughs> no and i'm like i wish i could have told him that but i'm like dude thank you know that changed my opinion on police officers a lot like i was never like oh police are bad but i'm always like i'm actually i'm scared of cops aren't you yeah no the second i i, I see when my heart just goes like, uh, yeah. like I, I have to be doing something wrong. Yeah, I have but, to be. But I'm not. I'm like, yeah. I'm not. I have nothing illegal. I've done anything illegal. <laughs> right, right, exactly. But exactly. I'm just scared. Yeah. It's a weird thing, man. I mean, because there's subreddits like bad cop, no donut, that if you watch <laughs> for a minute, you're like, oh, fuck, this is a scary place yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. to be. But that's such a small amount of cops, man. Yeah. 100%. It's a whack thing to be. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I'd almost like... Here's my solution to, to police. And I'm okay. just talking on my ass here. Yeah. Do you no, have any cool, like, cool. family members that are police or anything? No, no, no. Okay, cool. Um, so the whole reason that they keep all the police officers is because no, not very many people are applying. Not many, many people want to be cops okay. because they're so hated by the public. Yeah, yeah. But they're so hated by the public 
because they keep the bad cops. They need, like, if a cop does something bad, they should seriously, like, kick them out and distance them and be like, yo, that is not okay. And then, yeah. like, they just, cops need to be seen as good people. And in order for that to happen, they need like such a clean high house standards. To those, like, well, yeah. And that, well, what you just said is a super relevant thing in just any corporate or industry thing. Uh, like, if you have bad rap, Mm-hmm. Or whatever, and you're not doing anything about it as yeah. a company. Mm-hmm. Like you, it doesn't matter how much good you're doing, you're only as good as your worst person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And here in Eugene, they're all great, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Because there's bad cops in, let's say, you know, wherever, like Florida or some other place, yeah, yeah. people associate it with all the cops. Yeah. You know, which is it's too bad. Yeah. Dude, I almost think a big thing because they do it with the the military too for good reason that there's like a big cohort where you're like you're my brother you know yeah and because there's that with cops i feel like if one cop does something bad there might be a little bit of like oh i'm turning my brother into my dad you know yeah. and so like you, you probably won't necessarily that might be, effective. be yeah. as truthful as you can i'm not calling out cops here i feel yeah, so scared no, even doing I, it I'm, i think they're I'm, awesome i'm so beyond thankful no, uh, yeah, absolutely. But I think you should be able to to criticize, not like criticize, but like like maybe be like, well, yeah, it's always open conversation, hundred yeah. percent. But um, I inv- I so I did a, sh- a show with a cop or a detective. He was an awesome person. Sweet. Um, but then I was gonna do it with the chief of police. Yeah. And his secretary's like, yeah, what would you want to ask him? And I was just saying things along these lines, like like what what like what? How do you see the public perception of? cops like maybe changing for the better? And she's like, well, they just did a study, and apparently people really like cops. I'm like, well. You can be blind if you want, but just practically, people yeah. are scared of cops. Well, like, what you, are you talking and about? You can have a conversation on a podcast about it. I yeah. mean, what does that have to do to shut you down? Like, it doesn't matter. I know. And I'm like, all right, Miss Secretary Lady. <laughs> I'm like, it would have been. It's always them. Well, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, I probably wouldn't be good talking to like the chief of police. Like, I like talking to cops. They're really nice, fun people. But like yeah. the higher ups, I imagine they have so much scrutiny. Like, you know, oh, and yeah. then all their employees would listen to them talk, and I'm just like joking yeah. around about whatever going well, to strip club the public, or something. Like the people who really hate them, like just despise and despise them. Mm-hmm. Like imagine like the messages like they get or the thing that like really frustrates me about someone being like, like somebody hating somebody else is when you bring somebody like in their family into it. Like if, if you, if I hate you and I sent your daughter a message, yeah, like that's yeah, shitty that, you know, especially for someone in a cop's place where it's like them specifically, like what you said, most of them are awesome, incredible people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like in their place where they've only done good, but because of the uniform that they're proud to wear, mm-hmm. they're now going to get scrutinized for it. It's a whack situation, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, do you play any video games by chance? Oh yeah. Um, have you played the new call of duty? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. I play it all the time. We should play it together, man. <laughs> we should. Um, but so I just played the campaign cause they did that patch yesterday yes. that took a long ass time. Um, was it to put the crossbow in and shit like that? Yeah, like yeah, last yeah. Night. So, or yesterday. So I was just playing the campaign for a minute and in it, like you're in London and you have to kill all these like people who are like terrorizing London. Yeah. And I'm like, what kind of message is this sending to like young people? Like from there, they're like, oh, that's how people see us. Like if I, if that was me, a bunch of people were shooting Yo. people like me. I'm like, that's fucked up. Dude, there's, okay, yeah, that's, it's funny you say that. They delayed the release like crazy in Russia, mm-hmm. or at least they wanted to delay it. I don't know if it actually happened, because in the campaign, the yeah. Russians are, the Russians are the bad guys. And, and, and Middle East. Like, like, yeah, I yeah, just, Russians yeah, and, two. and yeah. Middle East is like split. Mm-hmm. But the, the Russians are perceived as like the bad dudes. Yeah. And so in Russia, they're, they're like, <laughs> one, you guys have made us the enemy all the time. Mm-hmm. regardless in previous games but now in a game that's so violent 
Mm-hmm. Now it's even worse. Yeah. Uh, no, and it's so th- they're like complaining about it. And like, I don't, I completely understand that. Like if yeah. they're, like if, I mean, flip that situation around. Mm-hmm. I don't want my, I don't have a kid, no, but I don't yeah. want my kid playing that. No. Yeah. Oh, that's the tough thing, dude. I was never allowed to have mom for two. When yeah. I was like a kid growing up. I wasn't all either. All my friends did. And I was like, I want to play this so bad, man. <laughs> that's so funny. Intervention, quick scoping and yeah, shit. Yeah, so I yeah. go over to friends and still play it. Yeah. I really think campaign's the bad part. Because if you're playing multiplayer, you're just shooting people. Yeah. That said... In some of the operators you can be are black people and more in modern warfare the new yeah. one and when there's like a, like a button I'm like I feel bad I don't know why is it bad that I feel bad for doing this but yeah. it's like like I mean you know you're just <laughs> playing a video game but the right. campaign is so vividly violent it's so gnarly. that it's like I don't want my kid to grow up thinking oh the Muslims are the bad guys shoot them I'm like I think it should be way less personal and realistic instead of having oh we're at more with the Middle East and Russia we could be like oh we're at war with this fake country with people that are not not even fake country but like a cor- like a business that's doing something bad yes. or like a corporation that's, that, a that's like also in, that's taking over a country yeah, yeah no it, it, exactly like, that's a good idea. like something of that sense where people like signed up to be a part of it as mm-hmm. opposed to like all being a race or something <sighs> dude but, I'm so torn and and I feel bad even talking about it but like dude I'm not crazy against the war with Iran dude everyone's like having anti-war rallies and everyone's like it's like I think yeah. it's really easy to just be against war um Oh, and a lot of people are without even like justifying anything that they're just like, no. Yeah. No, it's crazy. And I, I brought it up with the congressman, um, Albert Lee, yeah. and I didn't want to push it because I'm like, I want I like this guy and I want him to win just because I don't agree with one of his stances. I don't want to like off him with his voters. Okay, yeah. But I was like, dude, like Islam just last year had 1,700 terrorist attacks with 10,000 people dead and 11,000 injured. And the previous years were even worse. And then he, and I'm like, we just don't care here. We're like, oh, we shouldn't go to war with, you know, like radical Muslims because we see maybe one here a year, if that, like we don't see any, it's all in North Africa in the Middle East. It's like the religion that isn't them getting like a car bomb goes and kills 70 people, like women and children. I'm like, Something needs to be done about that. And he's like, well, we do have um, terrorism here. It's called white supremacy. I'm like, in the past eight years, there's been 170 deaths from white supremacy compared to 10,000 a year. I'm like, dude, that's a big problem. And I don't know what you do about it, you know? Yeah, no, and it's hard. There's no answer. Like, it's not just like go in there and take over because... Because it's not working. Yeah. Well, and, th- and yeah. it just makes it makes them double down. Right. Yeah. Dude, I don't know what to do. It's messed up, man. At the end of the day, I think it's like what their book is like their book. Like, um, I think the vast majority of people of the Muslim faith are obviously like rational about it. Like, oh, we shouldn't um, right. kill it's gay just people. Radicals. Yeah. We shouldn't kill apostates. But here's the thing. The level to which you're not radical, the level to which you're like lax about how is the level of how lax you are about believing the words of the book. So anyone who's like radical just takes the the book seriously. So it's like they should, if the majority of them aren't radical, they should change the book to be like, okay, we don't kill apostates. We don't, you know, put right. pilots in cages and light them on fire. Like these things shouldn't happen. And then I think it would all become really good. Cause right. But that's the thing is like, the, then the radicals would have a field day I on know, there. Dude. Yeah. Cause that's the whole point of the book. So it has it like this lock-in where it can't be changed. It's like the word of uh, Muhammad is sacred it's like you can't change it so i'm like dude that's a weird thing to be like i don't know man i don't know but then whenever you say stuff like that people be like oh you're an islamophobe i'm like islam people kill gay people over there what are you talking about like you're for women and gay people but they kill those two people yeah it's tough man i don't know i I keep like that has been something high in my mind because i am trying to become like oh like just 
equanimity, like no hatred toward anyone and loving stuff. But yeah, like, absolutely. So many Respect, people yeah. just, I don't know, man. It's hard to just think that the whole universe is just love because there's horrible, horrible no, things no, happening. No, 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 no. There, I mean, it's, I mean, there's a whole negative side to make everything a balance. I mean, there's so much bad. Yeah. There's so much bad. And, you know, it's how we manage it and get through it and what ends up happening afterwards, which, I mean, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. Like yeah. th- there's like no words for the stuff that's happening, especially over there. Um, no, really. And I think we're just blessed here so we can hundred percent. I yeah. think it, I never use the word privilege. Like I actually argued with someone. I'm like, I don't really think white privilege exists, but I think we're privileged to not think of terror. Like Islamic terrorism is a big thing. Yeah. I mean, in China, which I also think is a bad thing. China has like a million Muslims in concentration camp. And I'm like, even though I'm against radical Muslims, I think that's also bad. Like, and I think it's bad in the video game that they're portrayed as that. I'm yeah. like, I think that they're every single person who's uh, Muslim that I've met. Yeah. I mean, one of my best friends, Alan Strickland, is is from that region. Um, but then he kind of like his parent or his parents were in Fiji and stuff. But like yeah. he traces back to there. They've been some of my favorite, wonderful, friendly, kind and loving people. But it's like, but there's a huge portion that aren't, you know. And yeah. honestly, dude, as much as people say about cops that it's only a small portion, they did a study. 40% of people like who are in relationships with police officers, it's yeah. a domestic abuse, a domestic relationship oh or like abusive relationship. And it was like a legit study. So I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. But it's like, you, you think about it and you're like, well, if you're not like crazy of a situation all day, right. no, you know, no wonder you'd get like amped up and like, I'm like, oh, life just has bad parts to it, man. I don't know. You just want it to stop like all of these things. But yeah, the, it's funny though. And I say this only being 21 years old, <laughs> but the older I get, the more I realize that everybody is in their own struggle. Everybody's everybody. in their own war. And, true, man. and a lot of, like, it doesn't matter how much put together you, someone seems they're at their own war when, yeah. whether that's, they're really good at hiding it or they face it on their own or mm-hmm. they make other people suffer f- from it. Like, that just tells a lot about a person and their personality and their character, but everybody's at their own war. Are you in a war? It, like you have like physical pain or mental pain or anguish or um, what would you, you be in war at? So I'm, I'm at war, man. That's a good question. Very personal. If it's yeah. too personal, you can, I no, can back off. No, hundred percent. Let's, uh, it's good to talk about this because it, it like kind of lets you reevaluate and like sane stuff. Yeah. Um, Really, kind of something that completely takes up my my mind at all times is because I'm so involved with music at my whole like every step of my life is in has been music uh, in the past couple years, and the fact of doing stuff that's not 100% in one genre, Mm -hmm. my own lyrics, my own voice, which as we talked about is super not comfy thing, right? Totally. And so like those two things, the way I play guitar. Um, and then being on stage in, in entertainment, mm-hmm. um, all of those things, I, it's not just something I do that I can be like, judge that and then go do this thing over here. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That, and I give 110% as cliche as that sounds at every single one of those things. Well, that actually takes balls. Cause if you only do give 70%, you'd be like, Oh, and then people don't like you. You'd be like, Oh, I only gave 70%. Exactly. But giving exactly. actually your best is like, that takes balls, dude. Because now everything that I stand for mm-hmm. and everything that I am as a creative is on the line for, for, for judgment, for people to listen to 30 seconds in your song and then uh, hate it. I know. That's so, crazy. I, out of head, out of phone speakers too. Dude, ex- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's brutal, man. That So I guess that would be, that would be my war. It's just like 
continuously saying like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep, I'm not going to go halfway on anything. I'm going to keep yeah. going hundred percent. Does anyone give you negative feedback though? Or does everyone give you broadly like, Oh yeah, I liked it. So there's, especially being more because I'm so small, mm-hmm. especially being in that sense, you're small. pretty big man. Like your videos. And I mean, you have a couple hundred monthly listeners and your, your Instagram and stuff like, yeah, you're, yeah. You're not that small. Small yeah. in the big scheme of things. Right, like, right, right, right. You're making it happen, man. Yeah. Well, th- thank you. That's really encouraging to hear. Um, but I, it's really, because there's a lot of close people to me that are commenting on my stuff, it's more like, oh, that's good. Or if someone doesn't like it, they just won't, won't say anything. Mm-hmm. There, there's less bad stuff uh, being said, especially about my music personally. But um, like we had, we had a video uh, my girlfriend and I go go viral. Um, I don't know if you would have saw it on my Instagram or something, but basically it started on, on TikTok. I downloaded TikTok as a oh, joke. Oh, nice. Yeah. I hated it. And then I listened to too many Gary Vee podcasts. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you need, everybody needs to download this app. So I did. TikTok, um, really? Wait, what do you say about TikTok? Just it's the next social media? It's the next thing. And, okay. and because, because of the way it works is the organic uh, reach. Okay. Because you can share a video and so many people can see it that aren't mm. following you. Nice. Which is, it is the best platform for that. I can second that hands down. Yeah. We basically got a video. We basically took a video. It was a joke. My girlfriend, and this is dead serious. I'm not lying. I, she did not know I was videotaping her and she was singing a, a Billie Eilish song. Mm, nice. And she sang uh, uh, When the Party's Over and the really high part. She hit it perfectly. Nice. And I started freaking out. And mm-hmm. I was doing, I never filmed myself. And I just mm-hmm. pulled my finger out or my camera out because she was like killing it. And I started yeah. filming it and I like got super hype about it. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, can I post this? She's like, yeah, I don't care. Four days later, it's got two and a half million views. Holy and then now, now it has 5.9 million views and it's been over all social media platforms. People are downloading it and putting it on Hot Vocals, which is an Instagram music music account with six or seven million followers. And then yeah. I don't know if you know who Jay Shetty is, but he, he he's a... He's in a motivational speaker that's huge on Instagram with millions and millions of followers. He reposted it as like a, this is how you should support someone that you love and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that really helped. But what reason why I brought that up is because in my war about who I am as a musician, mm-hmm. people, I'll post stuff. And I've had it like, I've talked to my boss about this and stuff, but like I'll post something of mine. And, and, and the only thing p- people are like, are like, yo, th- like, where's your girlfriend (laughs) or where's, or like, (laughs) so fucking funny, dude. Dude, Well, and and that, that's what it is. But then you have to realize that they like you because that's what they saw. They have no idea who you are. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of being a creative is just trying to justify people's perspectives and their, what they say that Mm -hmm. could eventually get to you. Yeah. But anyways, so that you didn't shout out like your, your, the name of you or your girlfriend or your band or anything at the end of the video. Knowing how no. many views it got, you should have. Well, it was a joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I posted, crazy. yeah, we had no idea. I ended up like commenting later, and like we, we did more posts after that, and we we did a cover that I had. I think it was like forty eight subscribers on YouTube. I never took YouTube seriously, and then we posted that. And now I almost have two thousand subscribers, nice. and I it has like almost fifty thousand views. That's fucking tight, dude. Do you still put, post more things to TikTok? I mean, with that success, you'd be like, uh, fuck. I do. Nice. I, I I do, but I don't use TikTok the way like TikTokers, yeah. you, like, TikTokers. And, and, and I'm not saying that as in like, Oh, I'm on my high horse or, or whatever. But I, I just never w- wanted to lip sync to a video. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's just, 
you know, how I, many I'm views do you have like a video skate? Like, I mean, you're saying it's just like you like talking about your music and with the guitar and stuff. Yeah. So I, I, I play, I do a lot of short covers. I also post like unprofessional funny things on there where my yeah. Instagram is mainly like serious things. Yeah. So how many um, videos would they get? Like, I'm assuming the 5 million was just like a crazy, it was a crazy amount. Well, crazy. I, ended, I ended up getting 82,000 followers. Holy shit. Yeah. So I have 82,000 followers on TikTok, but let me tell you something or TikTok is amazing because of their organic reach. Yeah. Cause when you open the app, mm-hmm. it basically takes you to the equivalent of Instagram's explore page. Yeah. Not who you're following. Yeah. So you can have a zillion followers, but then nobody sees your content. Interesting. So it's so like, it doesn't a, mean anything to have followers. Exactly. Which is why. Interesting. So like my last, my videos average about 10,000 views. Nice. Now. Um, and sometimes they'll get more like 30 or 40,000, but it's just that one, one, one video, which is funny because that's only half yeah. of the followers. So that's why TikTok, I don't hold it with any, any value. Mm. Uh, Mainly what that allowed is to me to get some people over to Instagram because nice. the engagement on Instagram is like actual, like people, yeah. people comment on your stuff. People mm-hmm. will like your stuff more than like, like, and then go to your next post and like it. Mm-hmm. They'll engage, they'll message you. So That's fucking cool. That's a big break you got, man. Honestly. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, yeah, I, I love that it happened that way. Yeah. And me and my friends joke about this all the time because talk about the most humbling like i've been i've been working really hard like learning being a better musician uh producing really hard and releasing stuff and now what's the one thing that helps get a break yeah something that has nothing to do with with me right so it's just super humbling like i I, i'm grateful that it happened that way because Mm -hmm. it's like okay hold on like you're not some (laughs) woohoo like it doesn't even really matter. Yeah. You know, you know, stay humble and keep working hard. Isn't that so. exactly how Billie Eilish and his, her brother's music went? Like, like he was, he's an incredible singer. He's like borderline a better singer than she Dude. is. Oh yeah. And they did an album or like a music video together and she became famous from it. Or they yeah. did like them just playing piano and covering a well, song. Well, and that's the thing is that he's her writer. Yeah. He's her producer. He's, she's just the, the face. He's a good singer. Dude, he's, he's a super great good. singer. He's super good. Yeah. And he also tours with her as her bass guitar keys player, but also the tracks engineer. So he starts mm. and stops all the tracks. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of like that situation. Um, but yeah, it, there's like a weird, cool thing that happens when you start seeing success when it had really nothing to do with you. Do you, uh, do you find social media more addicting now? Cause you're getting, you you get replies and success and likes Dude, and stuff. 100%. Do you spend a lot too much time on it? I spent, well, so when, when it was starting to happen, like, so my girlfriend calls it, she's like, babe, it's at a hundred thousand views. I'm like, what? Yeah. And then I go on it. It's at like 120 mm-hmm. and she's like, it, it's refreshing. I'm working like 10,000 views, a refresh. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what is happening? And I went on until almost 6 million views. And what that, what that did is it, it immediately, we were sick for like three days. It mm-hmm. immediately was like, we wanted to throw up for like three days because now one, she hit that so perfectly, the, those notes, mm-hmm. everybody wants to hear the full cover. How is she going to do the full song that perfect? Yeah. Two, we need to start. Neither of us are good at social media. Mm-hmm. I, I used to post once every two to four weeks yeah. or more than that. Yeah. I was terrible at it. Now people expect stuff. Really? Because it's but- like, keep 
Now you I have don't to want keep to be posting. that guy every day. Like I think when people post every day, I start no, clicking it's annoying. Them out. Yeah. No, I, I will never ever twice a week do is that. Like a like, perfect no amount. No thanks. Justin Bieber was even making me mad with how many posts he had ah. about his new stuff. But um, but uh, regardless, like that whole situation where you see something starts to blow up and it's not a oh my gosh yes 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 like that's what I had always envisioned mm-hmm. and, and it was like a oh what do we do now like what's next yeah. and well, I had to talk to my boss about it for a while because <laughs> he he's always been his life's always been in really high stress situations yeah. uh, being in the music industry and stuff it's like how do you deal with stress when people expect something for you that you don't even really know how to do yet you gotta yeah. figure it out on the way so Anyways. you go up to him and you're like, I'm TikTok famous, bitch. I'm a TikToker. And well, you just he quit. saw it. I'm, oh, he did. He, because it went over to Instagram. Oh, it's crazy. And stuff. Dude. Yeah. So that part, the one, really the one thing I really could care less about is when, and if you've done this and you're listening to this, I don't dislike you. You're not talking I'm about still them. You're talking about ta- everyone else. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, when people are like, oh, what's up, celebrity? Or how's it feel to be famous? It's oh. like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that's funny cool but um yeah it's been really it's really weird but that i could not be more grateful because it could not have come at the more perfect time for releasing were you like a low oh because just good stuff about to come out yeah exactly nice yeah that's crazy that happened in november nice you've so since then has your social media been growing or did it shrink from when like all those people you got to instagram and then did some of them leave or has it been growing since then so i it wasn't until so I, you always lose followers yeah. every, every yep. day, every day you're losing followers. Um, and it's just whether or not you make up for it. Well, re- recently, um, I just hit 16.5 thousand on Instagram, nice. which is way more relevant than 80,000 on TikTok. Yeah. Um, but that's been cool because like the feedback is, has been amazing. Um, but yeah, people unfollow like crazy, mm-hmm. but like when I first started seeing that, cause so I posted a picture or, or three pictures and the one post on Instagram of the one year and six months of my girlfriend and I, Yeah. well, cause people followed me for music. Mm-hmm. They don't want, they don't care about a relationship. Some people care about a relationship. Some care, no, some people care about the, the artist. A- absolutely. Yeah. That's what I thought you were. Absolutely. Yeah. But well, at, at that point, everybody that had gone to my Instagram followers or something, I lost like 350. Holy shit. In, Holy shit from one post. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it, hilarious. In like five hours. Like it was yeah. like gone. Wow. And like the graph looking back at it, it's like, nip, 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 boom. And it just oh. drops. And, funny, and my girlfriend and I were just laughing so hard about it. Where it's like, this is hilarious yeah. and it sucks. But then, you know, I was on my way home and I was like, you know what? This is actually good that this is happening because mm-hmm. this means that your engagement percentage is higher your following is being refined yep, yep. yeah so no. well when i see people are following i'm like yeah man if you if you, if you, if you want to follow me like by mm-hmm. all means like please, yeah. please don't yeah well here's the thing so i, I like i built up to like 2000 or something yeah, yeah and i went through i spent an entire night deleting 1800 of them yeah because yeah None of they're all fake or they yeah. wouldn't do anything. And I'm like, right. you ruin it. You ruin it. Yeah. You ruin social media. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's what it is when people are following you, but they're not engaging. They make it harder. Then they, they won't push your stuff out. Yeah. So yeah, it's good to get refined. No, it's great. You mentioned Gary V man. That was the whole impetus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, this whole thing. Start TikTok. Yeah. 
do you like that guy? He just seems so pushy. So <laughs> half the stuff I say, he pisses me off. Half the stuff I say, he's like, okay, well, I mean, that's right. Yeah. Um, like, what's the biggest thing you got from him? Or like, that, what's, what's the main thing? You, you said yeah. you watched a lot of his videos. Yeah, yeah. So I follow him on all social media and stuff. The biggest thing is, is the is find your audience push so so like if you're doing a niche thing and people are like that's stupid like mm-hmm. he's, he's like what do you bet you're not the only person on this planet yeah. that likes what you're doing like and the only way you're gonna find those people mm-hmm. is one networking but two post 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 don't stop mm-hmm. because then eventually your content is gonna reach somebody that likes your stuff yeah. so even if that means same thing as I was talking about with refining your followers if that means that you piss some people off and they're like, dude, I'm done with mm-hmm. this guy. That's okay. And so he, he's basically, you have to be okay with that. And he's like, he sympathizes for people who are like insulting to him because they're fighting their own battle. Like yeah. we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Cause why would you go out of your way to mm-hmm. insult someone and try to make them feel bad? Right. Yeah. Good so basically, that type of stuff. His positivity is yeah. what I, 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 I really like. Nice. I don't like the whole F your parents, like screw it, screw everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he's like, if someone doesn't even slightly believe in you, like get rid of them. And I'm like, okay, uh, well yeah. you gotta have people hold you accountable and like yeah. stuff like that. Like It'd be real. You don't want yes, men. You don't No, you, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You, you need it for, you need to have perspective from not mm-hmm. just your own all the time yeah, or else so you don't know where you're going. I might just not be as niche market. Cause I like watched one of his videos. I'm like, and then he'll like videotape his meetings with people. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, it, it's over the top. Yeah. His media team's insane. He, he tells everybody, like, do media like I'm doing it. But he's got a team of like 10 people. Yeah. Like, going it's, too, it's overwhelming to the point where I'm like, I blocked him on like yeah. on YouTube and stuff. Because I'm like, dude, I got bombarded. You yeah. put like way too much shit up. But again, yeah. if it works for him, it works for him, you know? Right. I mean, he, he obviously is a big guy now. I don't know. Yeah, he came huge. out of nowhere. Yeah, he, he did about three or four years ago is when he, fir- is when he really started to. Yeah. And so, so do you spend, do you on social media like almost habitually now? Cause you see success. You're like, Oh, I can sign in and get some dopamine cause a hundred new likes, you know, like, no. do you find yourself just opening it all the time? Well, it's no, actually <laughs> good I, for you, man. Yeah. I, I did initially Yeah, when that stuff started to happen. I was just on it all the time because I didn't know. And another thing is, and this just goes with having a bunch of people following you and stuff and commenting on your stuff is I always told myself, I'm like, I'm when somebody reaches out, like when I reach out to somebody, I would love a response. Yeah. Like, especially if I'm doing it for like an educational purpose, like asking a question about how they did something. Mm-hmm. So I always told myself, I was like, yo, if I ever see any sort of success, I'm always going to reply to as ever asking the questions. Yeah. Right. That's not fathomable. I tried well, when I started, how many, Request or how many messages do you get? Dude, I, I would get, I would get when this first started happening. Oh yeah. And then the bad stuff that you were seeing. Wait, you can message speech. through TikTok? Yes. But oh, okay. the TikTok, the way TikTok uh, messaging works TikToker. Is, is dumb. Oh, okay. Dude, it's so dumb. I actually hate that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a conversation for another time. But uh, basically, uh, I'm talking more about comments. Because mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. uh, that, that video has got like, 60,000 comments and I'm, I can't do anything about it. 30,000 would have to be yours. <laughs> right? Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. You have to double that and there's just no way. So that's been 
just a kind of an eye-opening thing. Like, you know what? It's if people don't respond. There's but what about private messages? Like if someone, like how many people message you? So you a lot less, response. a lot less people private message you. It's funny how many people are asking for, can I get a shout out, please? It's like, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> um, but I will say greatest like way to get connections now, because one of the cool things is, is because like when I record a cover, it sounds, first of all, everything that I've done except for my sucker cover has been hundred percent live tracked. No, nice. no splicing or anything. No, no background, anything. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in my studio when it's happening because I have to be. So all these people that understand what it takes to be a producer mm-hmm. know, hey, this guy's not just a musician. He's a producer. Yeah. Because look at his gear and he's recording the stuff. It's cool to so, see. Yeah. And then so he'll message, he or she or whatever will mm-hmm. message me and be like, yo, let's connect. Like you want to hear some of my stuff? Like your stuff is great. You want to, cl- you want to collaborate. Yeah. And that's been really cool because especially in today's day and age, you can send stems over for one another and you can work on other people's projects. It's mm-hmm. super cool. I, I have a song, song writing. Uh, I'll be writing the lyrics to a guy's uh, five song EP. It's an EDM EP. Cool. It's like super like future based, but like really uh, laid back. It's really cool. But yeah. he liked the way that I write lyrics. And so nice. he reached out. He's like, dude, like, if you just write them, like I don't even have to s- sing it. So mm-hmm. like, that's cool. I'm going to get paid to do that. Let me yeah. like the first thing. Is your girlfriend a musician? Like, could you just have her start singing on a bunch of stuff? So <clears throat> she, uh, w- when we first met, yeah, she won't, she wasn't, oh. but her vocal quality yeah. sounded incredible, especially in person. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, whoa this is really cool and she expects she expressed wanting to sing oh cool um and i was like let's do it um she struggled with tone of course because she had never done anything like that she never sang for anybody like ever yeah this was like a year ago and and so we really started uh just playing music together and stuff like that and uh she's grown so much she wrote uh she took my, my melody of her verse mm-hmm. and then she like uh put some of her own little trills and like uh stuff in it that you uh, wrote the lyrics for her verse yeah for a lot of it nice. yes yeah. cool um and then she basically redid the melody and, and i'm like dang that sounds better than my melody like what the heck like yeah. <laughs> that's so cool uh but it's really cool to see her uh growing in that sense she's improved wildly in the past year she could like play the root note on keys like she knew what the notes were mm-hmm. now she's like full-on playing the keys and singing we both attend uh first baptist church oh, nice. the, the big one on i mean everybody yeah. in town calls it the big one okay. um but it's on Coburg road uh but so that, that's actually that's how we met but she um uh i used to lead uh the high school uh, ministries uh worship for like two years and that's really where i grew to be on, like on to be comfortable on stage, like talking with people. Mm -hmm. And then she, we got her implemented and now it's her thing. Like it's like, she's leading it and and it's really cool to watch her grow like that. So yes, I could just like, I could give her an instrumental and she'd be able to write. Cause she, she's like, she writes her own like stuff and short stories and stuff. Uh, Phenomenal. And so she could write and write a melody to it Mm -hmm. and, that's actually one thing that I really want to do is I, I got through my distributor, I got the label plan so I can release more artists oh, under cool. me. That's cool. So I actually, I really want her to 
like have some stuff. Ah, that'd be fucking cool, Dude, man. Because cool then it's be? like you could help each other out by yeah, having. Yeah, how know, sweet like, would that yeah. be? That's the dream. Dating another musician as a musician. That's the dream. That is a dream. Well, my mom's always been saying that. Um, nobody else that I've been with previously was musical mm, in really any sorts. Yeah. And it's always been kind of a struggle because like I love music so much, but because someone can't understand that, like they'll be like, why do you spend so much time doing that? Yeah, like, this, is, this is ridiculous. She gets it. And cool. it's, I'm super grateful, but it's also fun to be able to like sit down and just like play some music on the couch and, I'm with it's you, cool, man. Dude. You know what? So I've never done this with a show before, but yeah. I might actually put the second half of our conversation. I might cut it okay, and then yeah. put that in the first because we just talk about a super bunch of technical audio stuff. Yeah. I think a lot of people tune out from that. I was about to mention something about that. Like, and then but yeah. you got you opened up at the end. I was like, damn, I wish I asked about this stuff first, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. So I might just, it might sound weird to people. I've never, I probably won't do it for other shows, but like, I'm like, I think that'll be cool, man. Yeah, um, no, I say go for it. Yeah, we just talked for an hour and a half, so. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know, it flies, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, man, I had a blast. Do you have anything you want to shout out? Like your... Man, just go go listen to the EP. Um, here, locally, um, I'm hoping to be, uh, once the end of summer hits or whatever. Here I'm locally ho- in Eugene, Oregon. Yes, a lot of here locally in Eugene, here. Oregon. Yeah. Yes, um, here locally everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I hope to be playing uh, some more. Some more gigs. Cool. Uh, live here at places. Follow them on. In, I'll, I'll link your Instagram yeah, and your, your music site and something. Thank you, man. Cool. No, this is great. Yeah. I had a blast, fun. man. Lots of love. And I'll have you back sometime in the near future. Dude, absolutely. All right. Take absolutely. care, bro. All right. And so this is the halfway part of the conversation for Mike Morris. So um, now that's the end of the conversation. But now I'm going to go back to the beginning. So this is a trip of an episode. Know that they're not all like this. I don't think I'll do this probably ever again. Um but thank you for being patient. Lots of love. And here's the second half of our show. All right there, Mike Morris. How goes it, man? It's going great, man. This place is sweet. Yeah, it's a good setup. What have you, uh, you been up to? So I just got back from uh, NAMM uh, in L.A. My boss took me there. Uh just checking out all the crazy gear, all the money that I don't have <sighs> that I want to spend. Yeah, that's crazy. So you have a manager or how does that work? I don't. So I work, um, basically the boss that I'm talking about is uh, I work for an audiovisual install oh, nice. company yeah. and through him we got, because um, cool. we're a dealer for a lot of manufacturers. Yeah, so you just so. get to see all the top end gear and you're like, I want to use that yeah, someday. All the top $180,000 soundboards, that's I like what it. I don't But the need. important stuff you've been up to is you just came out with an EP. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, I like it, man. Yeah, I just came out with that. Um, three songs. It's short, which is funny because on Spotify and I'm not sure about iTunes, but on Spotify, it only like counts it as a single because you got really? four, four songs Whack. to make it say EP. Yeah. I didn't know that. So it surprised, but so it's a, a triple single. Yeah. It's a single. What's the name of it? So people can look it up. Uh, live in the dream. Live um, in the dream. Yeah. Look it up Spotify anywhere. People. Yeah. It's literally everywhere. Yeah. So. I like it, man. Um, something that actually kind of surprised me about it is that you didn't go classic rock or total EDM. Like I, I actually yeah. like that you had a drop in a rock song. Yeah. In all of them. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, th- thank you. That's very, I'm kind of nervous about that, that type of stuff because it's not stuff that is super out there now. It's like no. a kind of a niche thing. Yeah. Um, uh, the Score, which is a band that I love. I've, I've seen them twice. And there's sort of that modern rock like build up into kind of a drop. And I, I think that that's, it's super fun. It's super hype live. Yeah. And I love performing. So You perform? Yeah. Where at? So, like, like like small venues or like house shows? Just or? small, just nice. small, small venues. Uh, right now, I'm for actually, now. <laughs> yeah, for, for now, hopefully, um, I'm actually, 
uh, talking to a new guitar player and bass player, we've had to switch switch some stuff up. But, um, Do you yeah. consider yourself a band then or a solo artist? So I have a drummer that I'm him and I are real tight. Nice. Um, I I go by my name because everything is so is switching up so much, and that's what I've released music under. Yeah. So. You know, we're a band. We're definitely a duo, and uh, these two guys that I'm uh, talking to seem pretty serious about it too, which is we're, we're excited. That's cool. For now, though, man, that's yeah. the whole thing. Why um, I stopped doing endeavors that require a lot of people at once. Like I tried making short films and shit, dude. Dude, that's a struggle. It's hard to fucking it's book so multiple hard. people. Everyone's life's so busy. Yo, it, it's the rehearsals. The rehearsals <laughs> are so bad. Yeah. And then like I've worked with people in the past where it's like they think rehearsals practice time mm-hmm. and not like. You practice at home. Rehearsals to play together. Mm-hmm. And so they show up. They're like, oh, well, I don't know this part yet. I'm like, yeah. dude, this bass has traveled from Salem over here oh for God. two hours and we can't even do anything. So you guys like write scores? Like you plan out the whole song? Yeah. So, well, you know, I'm super, I'm super like not traditional about, mm. about all of it. And part of that comes from just being able to like write in my home and produce in my home. Yeah. Like I'll write the, the hook. Or, or whatever. And then I'll put that song away for a couple of weeks. Nice. And so it's like not traditional, but it's creative. So mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I like just jamming until you figure something out and you're like, that's what it is. But that's the whole reason you probably got into recording is you probably jammed so many things. And you're like, you start forgetting the good ones and Yo, you're like, fuck, I just got to start recording dude, this. Dude, it's the voice memos. My, oh. my memos on my phone are just nice. miles long. But I'll forget how to play the randomest shit. I think I couldn't play a single song that I put on my album. Now it's been two, three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't no, know. I, I, that's one of my biggest fears is like going to some place or and like, here, here's a guitar, play your song, and like I don't remember the second verse or something like to the lyrics. Well, that and whenever someone's <laughs> like, hey, play a song, it's like dance, monkey. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like yeah. if you really like it, but like I think otherwise, it's like like what if you're just chilling and enjoying the environment? Because right. you know when someone else plays at a party, some of the people there are like, hey, we we're all having fun talking, and you, I just don't want to be that asshole to do that. Dude, you know? I feel this. Yeah, I don't bring my guitar to <laughs> no. a, lo- a lot of things because I don't want to be that guy that it's like, yeah, I got music out, yeah, I listen play to my stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I mean, guitar, but you do want to rep it. That's the that's yeah. the hard balance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, do you feel weird like singing in public? Do you prefer, like if, if I played your music right now live yeah. and I was just listening to it in front of you, do yeah. you feel weird? Yeah, I feel so weird. It feels so it's weird. It's so weird. Why? I don't know. I I, you know, it's typical. I, everybody hates the sound of their own voice most of the time. Um, so there's some people that that isn't the case. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's really weird. Like it's, it's it's weird, especially like the weird things that I put in that's super me, like mm-hmm. the scales I play in and stuff like that. You know, a lot of people do it, but the way that I implement them into a different type of music, you know, is very up for judgment. Yeah. Um, and that's like kind of how I feel things and, and like my favorite way uh, mm-hmm. to produce is how I'm producing. And so... And so here's, here's how yeah. I imagine it. When you're listening to it on your own in headphones, yeah. it's probably your favorite music. But then if I were to play it out loud and 20 people, like off my right. phone speakers and 20 people hear you, yeah. like, you'd probably want to leave the room. You yeah, can, yeah. It's the weirdest No, you thing. have to, in the music that you make, it has to be the music that you want to listen to. It has or, to be. Because if you don't have that like emotion of like, of like owning it, yeah. you know, if this is a song that you wrote and you just want to like, man, you just mm-hmm. want to get out there. Um, that's one thing. But if you're like, you know, that's my stuff and yeah. I love playing it. Yeah. And, um, that's one of the reasons why I wrote the songs the way I did is because I wanted to be able to have fun live nice like with the with the band and with yeah. the audience i really wanted to have fun that's the way to do it and that's actually a big reason why i was like i want to have you on the show man because there's a lot of people in this area and friends and all these people that make music 
and a lot of it isn't something that I would casually listen to. And if any of you are listening to, it, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about all the other people. Yeah. But like, I actually listen to you. I'm like, all right, I'll listen to it. Cause like, yeah. I think whenever someone kind of puts out music, you're like, oh, this will probably be bad. And then I listen to them like, motherfucker, it's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> um, you know, it's just a surprise. It, it's just interesting to look at it. Like, why would I want it to not be good? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think I wanted it to. I just think I expect it now. Cause you hear yeah. so many new musicians where you're like, Yo, oh, there's so many. And it's always uh, like, and there's, okay. Like disclaimer, I'm not uh, like dissing like acoustic EPs and stuff yeah. because some there are some phenomenal songwriters oh, yeah. that that I know and that are incredible musicians as well. But that's like the typical like I'm releasing I'm releasing something now mm-hmm. and like as a first EP or whatever a single or something. And it's typically always that same. It's like different genres but with the same instrumentation, mm-hmm. um, just very acoustic and stuff, which. I love as well. I listen to a lot of that on my yeah. own, but I think that's the surprise factor that I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't want, I didn't go that route. So. Yeah. No, I, I like it, man. What do you, what do you listen to? So I assume, cause you, you're out, your music really sounds like an amalgamation of everything you listen to at there's, the end of the day. There's a lot, man. What it, basics? Like me, do you actually just like spread through a bunch of things or do you listen to albums? So I listen whenever something new comes out, yeah. like a new album, I start at the top. Nice. That's um, the way to do and it. I just because a lot of times there's a story like in the last um, AJR album Neo Theater, it just tells a crazy story nice. from top to bottom. But um, no, a, a bunch of my heavy influences are um, uh, just the old like old classic blues rock that, that I g- grew up with. Jimmy, um, what's up, Jimmy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Man. Did, yeah. Did you ever see him play that twelve string like live? There's just there's just a, a thing of him just riffing on a twelve string guitar. On a. I just saw it yo, on YouTube. Yeah, it's unbelievable. No, it like just it just like surfaced, like it, yeah, like just a little while ago, and I was yeah. like, dude, this is pretty unbelievable. He, yeah, it was the only time he ever he ever like just, only footage yeah. that anybody c- could find. It was bad out. Look it up, people. Just look up uh, Jimi Hendrix twelve string. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's cool. It's twelve cool, strings man. have a phenomenal. Sound. You know what the thing I've noticed though is there's a lot of guitar players that are better than Jimi Hendrix, but he has such a vibe that you're like, damn, I want to be more like that, and so you listen to it. Well, that's what it is. Is it's a sound that he kind of created, like mm-hmm. a slappy. The slappy single coil sound with 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 um, there's a bunch of you know people. It's it's almost like a whole group of people that like want to find that Hendrix tone. Yeah. Um, because it's so iconic. But yeah, he is. He might not be the fastest, the bestest, the most accurate mm-hmm. guitar player. But it's the way that his fingers, like like the vibrato and everything, that yeah. creates the soul mm-hmm. and, and emotion in it. And I mean, it's just so much fun to, yeah. to listen to. Well, what's so funny is I think everyone probably goes through a phase as soon as you start taking psychedelics that you listen to them and you're like, yeah, this yeah. is my music. And now <laughs> I listen to them like, I don't know, it's all quiet. Like it needs to be remastered louder or something and so it, many things. It, it does. I mean, there's like no, no kick drum or overhead. No. It's all snare. And yeah. Yeah. It's even the remastered stuff. Dude, like songs where the snare is like ear piercing ruins songs for me. The whole song. Some of my yeah. favorite songs, uh, like uh, shit waves off of my life or uh, the life of Pablo. Okay. Like these songs just have a, and it's yeah. like, holy shit, make it quieter. Yeah. I wonder if people listen to it so many times that they get deaf to that tone and then they're like, yeah, fuck it. Throw it on there. Dude, you, well, you, you know what it is. And, and, this, and this is the, the literal reason why I will refuse to master anything that, that I mix. Yeah. It'll be sent to someone else to master because it's called, um, Oh geez. Demo fever. So like you record yeah. something and this is a real thing. I super experienced this. Okay. You record something and you, uh, let's basically listen to it back so many times. And like in your head, you're like, that's not, 
the final product like yeah. this is just a placeholder to get the vibe of the rest of the song mm-hmm. and then you start listening back to that literally thousands of times when you create a song as yep. you know mm-hmm. and then you fall in love yeah. with that part and you're like oh you know what that's fine mm-hmm. and then somebody else listens to it and they're like whoa what was that and you're like oh wait yeah i didn't like that initially yeah. but i do now and I, so I, I think that that, that that happens a lot yeah um especially with like just like samples like just a snare hit mm-hmm. or something people get used to the way it, it, it punches interesting that's a really good point yeah so that that's why i'm super big advocate for sending it off to someone else for it to be mastered do you have a friend master you pay for it i have a a friend you do so it's it's my boss oh nice he used to be in the industry so because that was my biggest waste of money in a long time is paying like 400 bucks to get it mastered 500 bucks to get mastered from like a grammy nominated like mastering engineer i even went up and saw a studio because i was in the mindset i'm like oh it took me like a year to make this album it's like you know like it's gonna be so good i want it to be like future proof and the i'm like dude it sounds the exact same as i could have mastered it you just fucking throw it through like four slight compressors yeah yeah yeah, like slowly (laughs) compress it that's all they fucking do i'm like god damn yeah the the, uh my mastering engineer did a lot of uh mid-side EQ mm. and comping, which is like, it ended up making it super cool. Like I super worked on my stereo imaging with everything. Nice. Uh, it's one of the biggest things I focused on. Um, but he even widened it and then and centered it at the same time with nice. his mid side process, which is yeah. super cool. No, you have a really good surround sound, and I noticed I saw a picture of your studio. So you have monitors. Do you mostly mix on monitors or headphones? Hundred percent of the time. Yeah, dude, I'm, I mixed hundred percent of my album on headphones. So it looks, it sounds like crap. It sounds like just someone like playing it on the lowest quality phone speaker. Okay, okay. Even on nice speakers, but yeah, when you yeah. listen to it in headphones, you're like, oh, okay, it's yeah, great, it's good, yeah. Right, dude, fucked th- me up. Th- that's a huge. Well, huge. I I was away from my 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 studio for a while mm-hmm. uh, this summer, and I was trying to do projects on headphones. Yeah. And I couldn't. You can't really make any final f- no. uh, mix decisions. But it sounds good headphones. on headphones when you listen yeah, to well, it later. Yeah, yeah. I- exactly. That's so it's like trade-off. headphone music. You're like making headphone music. There you which, go. Which I think is good. I mean, my favorite musician, Bon Iver, he make like his headphone can be played out or his music can be played out loud. But yeah. do you ever listen to it? I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to if you played uh, okay, a song. Okay, okay. I w- I wouldn't I'll have be able to send to you one because he yeah. he's one of the... Because you're kind of bringing the the cutting edge of where music's going into your music. Yeah, I yeah. think he is, he's the one leading the pushing edge. Okay, sweet dude. Yeah. I'll totally have to he's check that. He's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the I'll whole thing, I mean, you've probably heard it and a lot of other people started doing it since he did it, but yeah. you, um, you vocode the voice so you can play your voice on a piano and then yeah, they yeah. harmonize it, um, around the third and the fifth of each yeah, um, yeah. vocode. So it sounds really good. Yeah. You know, that's a, yeah, that, that's a super, to today's age yeah. thing and it's it's super fun and yeah. zed is famous for it oh really that, that's Tight. like zed's thing so i like it yeah man i mean do you listen to edm a lot yeah would you ever make a pure edm album or song no really that's my goal but I, it's hard to make edm music's borderline harder to make than classic rock just so people know people <laughs> tell me all the time they're like dude what is this crap it's not yeah. music i'm like oh, you sit easy. down in a studio yeah and you sound design mm-hmm. just the main synth that that's playing yeah just d- d- do that part you drive yourself crazy yeah and you wouldn't be able to do it no, no. It, it's unbelievable and then the just the difference and how many things the, the thing that blows me away about edm is how there's so many things happening at the same time mm-hmm. but it feels like there's a lot of space still yeah somehow they still manage to make it not feel o- overwhelming and a, a lot of people it is still overwhelming but yeah they somehow have so much going on and still have space. Like my, my songs, um, the track with the lowest amount of tracks had 180 tracks to it. 
And then the, the, the highest had... Fuck? Yeah, Live in the Dream had 250. Dude. So it's not... And that's not... That's fucking insane, well, dude. And part of it is me Holy like shit. being lazy and not like comping things and like okay, putting yeah. things together. But no, and still, you had that many. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Absolutely. That's so. a lot of effort. I think the most my hat in the album was... Um, the average would probably have 20. Yeah. But one song had, I think, like 300 because it just builds up to this crazy, like I had a fan, like rattle, like yeah, everything. Heck yeah, rock. sound design, baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. That was the funnest thing. Oh, I'd... it's so much fun. It's cool, it's man. It's like, how am I going to make this into something cool? And then it's like way cooler than you think, or it just completely sucks. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, mm, I'm going to leave no. that out. I think my goal would be to just have enough money that I can spend a whole year making another album. That's what I'm going to do next. I'm trying to get to a financial place where yeah, I can yeah. just spend an entire year just making the best album I can come up with. Yeah. And then I want to do it with a movie later, too. Yeah, um, that'd be so fun. That'd it would be, be so much fun. I know. So, what's your what's your rough future look like? What's your oh. your your goal for your next couple of years? So, I want to keep uh, pushing hard. I want to release like, and I haven't figured out exactly, but I have like eight songs that are like I'm writing and producing out. I have a lot more that I'm writing, but those are like the almost done ones. And I would like to release like three or four singles. Mm. And then an album nice. that inco- that have several of those singles on it, and so that's like release. Um, I'm hoping to start playing live more starting mm-hmm. in the summer. Nice, um, but yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. That, I mean, that's actually a big goal is to like put out an album. Like I remember as soon as I finished, I'm like, I don't think I'd do that again at least for a long time. Because yeah. <laughs> like, music's fucking hard <laughs> to make. And here's the thing, dude. Yeah, my hardest thing with music is finding the balance between too goofy and too serious like i always think my music's too serious i'm like i hate it i want it to be funny music yeah yeah you know but then it just sounds like like you weird out which he makes great music right but, you know I'm like, no, and he's a genius in himself yes. but i know exactly what you're saying like you um, listen to it and you're like hopefully people don't think this is like too serious yeah yeah you know? no, no no you can't I, I mean i didn't even think people would but i guess p- people might ah so so what was the roughest part of making the album for you you know what it was is it, it was the you want me to get specific? Yeah. I can get real specific. Okay. Yeah, sure. Hardest part about the whole album is learning, uh, chain choosing. compression. <laughs> no. What did you say? It has chain compression. Dude, that, that, that's <laughs> what I'm about to talk about. So, really? Yeah. That's, that's just, <laughs> so, so how do you side chain? <laughs> Were you actually going to talk I, about I, this? I'm dead serious, that's dude. That's hilarious, dude. Ser- <laughs> no, yeah. It was, it was so hard. I didn't even do it in my album. I'm like, that's why it yeah. sounds like shit. I'm like, ah, it's fucking hard. <laughs> but dude, and then in rock, so I'm si- so there's a lot of side chaining go- going on in the two EDM songs, of course, because super relevant in, in that genre. Yeah. But when it comes to the modern rock song, rarely ever do you have your bass side chaining to, to a kick. Mm-hmm. But yet I'm going to a different, uh, like I want to make it more modern. I want to punch harder. Yeah. And my goal was I, I want to make it to where when you're listening to it in a rig, I want when the bass hits in a rock song to still vibrate your chest. Mm-hmm. But the kick stands out and still punches you in the face. But nice. you can't have both in yeah. in rock. So that was the that was the toughest the, the toughest part. Yeah. Um, but that took me. In fact, that year took me. Sorry, that year that song that took, took me a year to make. Whoa. So and the reason. But you're working out how often? You take like a month off here and there. Yeah. Well, that song I took like six months off. Oh, okay. So and, it took six months. Right. Right. Yeah. And and the reason is is because like I just got so frustrated with just specifically oh, the yeah. bass yeah. in the drop of the song. No, people don't realize that's what drives you crazy making it, that one. Because you hear the same thing and then you start going getting numb to it. You're like, is it getting better? Am mm-hmm. I literally? There's been times I can't tell you how many times where I'd have to revert to a previous save because mm-hmm. I've just screwed everything up so much. I'm like, yeah. you know what? 
today is wasted. Mm-hmm. I'm going to delete everything I did and revert back. I know. The cool thing that you can always think of is like, okay, I learned, but it's yeah. also like I wasted a day. Like, yeah. You know, just like trying to... Or do you ever like waste an entire day p- trying to play this like a perfect solo or like guitar yeah. lick? Probably, th- I think I've gotten up to like three hundred takes. On, oh like, yeah, the shortest solo because it's like it sounds perfect, but I just want a little bit more feel or like a microsecond later. Right. There. And then my fingers are like hurt, and then I'm like, I won't be able to get Dude, this yeah. today. I-, I couldn't play guitar this morning. <laughs> my fingers really? hurt so bad. But yeah, I know ex- I know exactly what you're saying, and it's the weirdest thing. And this is something that really only like musicians like would understand, it, and that is. And specifically to any part that you're trying to nail, whether that's guitar, piano, or whatever, mm-hmm. you have something that you're trying to hit, and you keep getting better and better and better at it, and then you start playing it like you're a robot be- yeah. because it's so you want to get so perfect, yeah. and then you nail it, and then you hear it in the mix, and it's like it's robotic. That did not sound no. natural. Almost like the first or second take, unless you like mess up horribly, yeah. kind of sounds the best. Yeah. 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 How hundred percent? How about singing though? Do you take a thousand tries <laughs> for singing? So. I think a zillion tries a zillion? for singing. No. Yeah. I am not naturally a vocalist at all. Yeah, I can tell. Um, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. You're, you sound, no, you sound wonderful, Sweet. man. No, I'm kidding. Thank you. Uh, but what happens is I won't, and I don't know, maybe it's just because I haven't done it, but it's it's not a pride thing, and, and that is I won't chop together like line by line. Really? So everything that I've done is stanza by stanza. Oh, okay. I was not going to be like the whole song? No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, but it's... Stanza by stanza. But you I, mean you won't chop words in together? Well, that or well, that because it sounds or bad. lines line or line 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 line. Like oh, but, that's a very common thing mm. uh, these days. But well, it's hard to match them. Like I figure out that oh, they don't so match hard. well. Yeah, it's like I would, but I can ne- like it just comes in differently, and it's like oh, well, I just and, can't and do just this. how hard you're breathing because mm-hmm. you're more tired the, the, the more you go, and yeah. then it just sounds weird. But you sometimes know, that's good, you know. Yeah. No, and there's definitely like artistically. That's what's so cool about today's day and age is oh, yeah. is you don't have a time limit when mm-hmm. you're not in a professional studio with yep. a sound engineer that you're paying uh, to have there, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm in my house, so I don't essentially have a time limit other than trying to get my stuff out. Yeah, that that is like, um, I can mess around and try different things. Like I have done a lot of things where I like take the same vocal take. Mm-hmm. And then I, I take words in and words out, but I use it more of like an artistic, like, um, part of the song as opposed to like a singing line. Totally. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely room for all of it. Do you ever get like drunk before you sing or something? So no, I don't. However, I will say I've, it's funny. Me and everybody call it the the whiskey notes on the second verse of living the dream. When I hit the harmony, that's like a fifth. And then I hop up to the octave. Mm -hmm. It, that's like by far the top of my range. And I could not hit that, mm-hmm. so I had to take a couple shots of whiskey, and, and, I, and I was fine. <laughs> it's a whippish shot. You get you really high on nitrous, and then just give it your <laughs> yeah, best. Yeah, exactly. Well, it just clear, cleared me out, and screw no. it. <laughs> well, so here's the thing about singing for me is that I've noticed I really like I have severely that thing where you just can't let go, and like I've yeah. noticed like if I'm on MDMA, I can sing a million times better, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so I have the ability to. Yeah. But then for some reason, I just block it or lock up every time I'm like regularly just trying to sing. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Well, and that like, that's a huge issue, especially live for Oof. me. Cause the second, like if you go on the first song and you don't absolutely go for it mm-hmm. on the very first thing that you say, yeah. your confidence just shot through the floor and now you're going to struggle the rest of the show. That'd be too rough for me, dude. Just <laughs> playing for 30 minutes and just having yeah, everyone yeah. just be like, man, I wish this was over. <laughs> Oh, you feel like that sometimes. Kill me, man. So how many how many live shows have you played? So 
this last um, eight months or so, it's been focusing on one my job, the stuff I'm doing for my job, and then and then uh, producing the music and releasing it. But before that, we had done four in a, a couple months, um, and it ranges. It, it, it's kind of crazy. It's whatever gig we can like get. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll play like a small bar, and then we went and played for. Um, Corbin University for oh, for their their cool. their uh, homecoming uh, basketball game. They don't have a football team, so homecoming basketball game. That's cool. That man. was a wild experience. That was. Yeah, I don't think we'd do that again. It was kind really? of a nightmare. But um, well, it's so funny to say we and your band's Mike Morris. Like, what do the bass yeah. and the drummer think when you're like, "Oh yeah, we're Mike Morris." Well, yeah. So it's not really <laughs> fuck them. Who cares? No, well, I'm well, kidding, we, it's funny. We've joked about a bunch of things because they're all really funny guys. Nice, especially the drummer. He's absolutely hilarious. Um, and so we'll like joke joke around with names and stuff. But uh, it just has to be Mike Morris for for just continuity. Well, yeah. And here's the thing: is like I always told myself, like all through even entering college, I was like, "Yo, I'm not ever gonna." be Mike Morris like I'm not mm-hmm. ever going to go by my name because I feel oh. like that would just be so dumb for everybody else involved like I didn't I didn't like that yeah. and then as I'm doing shows as I'm doing music and everything it like I realize now almost nobody is as consistent unless you're in the professional side of the industry mm-hmm. but like getting up like there's so many people who come in and then leave yeah I no, mean totally so and the majority of people who are big just use their name. Like yeah. Billie Eilish, Kanye. Right. La- I mean, Lady Gaga, that's not her name. I don't know why right. I was going to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's a trip. I don't know. I think going back, I would have changed the name because I'd like to actually disassociate from the album now. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But I want to make it. It'd be cool to make another album or ET, man. I want to make EDM. If you ever get into EDM stuff, yeah. you know, I'd, I'd be down to make an EDM Dude, album. No, sometime. well, I'll totally. I sit and I make. I make stuff like that all the time. It's just, I don't ever finish the songs and well, I I just don't want to put it out under my name, but yeah, Mm. if you want to collaborate, we'll totally do something. I almost (laughs) think the better EDM songs would be one meet EDM song with like a buildup and awesome drop and an outro. Like, you know, I don't know. You don't need it. You don't don't even need it, man. Cause then you could have five songs in five minutes with five different drops. Like they all flow into each other. Yeah. That'd be the way to do it. And you'd get five streams instead of one stream. Yeah, that, no. that's, that, that's an idea. That's, that's you, a you, shitty you should idea. Do so, well, I mean, <laughs> it depends. People's attention spans. Yeah. Dude, the, the retention, like, and it's not so much on, like, Spotify or anything, but on YouTube, like, people's re- attention spans yeah. are, like... 20 seconds, I assume? It's ridiculous. No, it's, yeah, it's brutal, man. So, I mean, that's not a bad idea, especially for today's <laughs> day and age. So. Just make 20 seconds. Well, I remember there was <laughs> a band. Songs. I'm pretty sure they got in trouble with it, but they put out an entire album of silent, like, songs that were 20 seconds a piece or a minute a piece, Wait. and they had all their fans shuffle it overnight. So they'd got, like, <laughs> so much money from streams, and oh my it was goodness. just their fans helping them out. That's kind of a genius. And no, it's a really good idea. That's hilarious. And I think they got caught, and they, <laughs> they removed it. But like, so Yeah, you can chill for that. When you make money from streams, yeah. does it all go to you, or do you share it with the people who helped? Well, sorry for calling you out if you haven't talked about it with them. No, no, I'm totally good with talking about whatever. I know the uh, the master engineer mastered it as a favor. Tight. I haven't. Uh, I didn't work with anybody. Oh wait, on the CP, I thought you had like a drummer and does it just for live. That that that's just for live. I oh, cool. I, I did all that ex- except for except for. With the exception of obviously, that's not my voice in the second the verse. Female, of the first song. The female yeah. singer. That's yeah. my lovely girlfriend. Um, really? That's yeah. freaking cool. She's, she's insanely t- talented. Nice. Um, really grown as a musician in the past year. But, um, and then some of the overhead work was done by my my 
drummer uh, of, mm. of the drums. So yeah. drummer of the drums, duh. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I use a lot of that as like a replacement for like white noise and stuff oh, um, yeah. to kind of give the high end a little bit of a sizzle and fill out the sound. Do you um, use white noise or you would add white noise? Uh, white noise is in every one of the tracks. Interesting. Because I always thought about it and I'm like, yeah, no. I had um, stadium applause and clapping in one of my songs though yeah, and that's yeah. one of my favorite things. Dude, I, absolutely. It, it, it's all about samples. Like, yeah. I have so much fun. I am not afraid by any means to just yell out that I do love samples from, like, other creators and stuff. And yeah. I will totally implement those in, into my into my stuff. Like, I, mean, I use so many. Yeah, that was Old Town Rones. He bought it for 50 bucks oh, on yeah. a sample site. Oh, oh yeah. A- a- and it's absolutely. now the, the biggest hit song ever. I mean, that's a- ever. crazy. Ever. I yeah. mean, it was like, and it wow. broke genres. I yeah. mean, it literally broke Oh, it's it's insanity. How so. many weeks was it on number one? Like seventeen weeks or something? Because yeah, I think it was something. I think it was more than. I think it was more than that actually. And it's not that great of a song. No, it's not. <laughs> it's well, not and that. well, and the best the best part about this is is my my boss w- was was laughing about it. He's like, y- in order for you to get the maximum payout of streams mm-hmm. and Spotify and most of those streaming services are like this, you have to be be over like two minutes and forty seconds, uh-huh. and the song's like. 253 and it's like the outro just ding ding like nice. just getting it past that so, so they got a huge smart. payout dude could you imagine if it got that big as 239 <laughs> and they're just like yo spotify you gotta fucking yeah pay me, well man. yeah and like somebody would get fired in the studio yeah, if they did that so but. i guess i guess the white noise <laughs> album was probably like 250 for each song then because i didn't know what that was i just i didn't yeah. listen to the album but i'm like that makes sense that you have to have longer songs yeah, but I don't know. I think the world will start heading toward just one verse, one chorus, one verse. Yeah, songs. that's interesting. I've never th- thought about that. B- I guess you need two chorus, chorus verse chorus. Yeah, I mean, and then like live, you could totally extend that out because mm-hmm. people love singing the same thing over and over and over again. Dude, do you go to live shows often? Like watch live shows? I watch. I watch live performances all the time. You do. And I, I I go to as many as I can, mm-hmm. um, whether it's local down here at sessions or or. Whatever. I love yeah. live music. Do you have anyone to shout out? Like any of your favorite people you've seen? Either local or big artists? Man, I... Okay, or or b- big artists. I'm a huge John Billion fan. John Billion. John, John oh, Billion. he's the guy with the... the He's carrying the book and walking. He, no, is it? No, I don't know who you're talking about. Okay. No, keep, keep talking. Um, look, 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 look. John Billion, his most hit song is the low, 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 low. In, it's just it's very like vocoderous um he the way he produces is very yeah yeah look at that he's carrying the book oh yeah you're talking about that's human so condition funny. album cover yeah, dude. that's so funny I, I didn't think about that yeah okay, yeah. yeah he's still totally carrying a book um <laughs> i don't know why that's what i yeah, that, that's what's you, okay <laughs> interesting um no i've seen him twice in portland man and the first time was at the crystal and the second time was at the moda and he sold out both places and nice. it, his show is so good that's cool the way he grips the audience and everything like it's all about like the way that i always think about it is you don't want like as an audience member Mm -hmm. like going to these shows i don't want to watch a show i want to be a part of the show yeah um and whether that's like singing or just feel surrounded by the you know, atmospheric effect or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge sucker for lighting and, and, and like the, the visuals effect. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I love that stuff too. Um, Mike Morris creams from lasers. <laughs> no. Uh, and yeah, it's just, his show's great. Um, he's interesting cause he's on his own timeline. He is not signed to anybody. He's yeah. himself. And he, he, ma- he made human condition at his parents' house. Oh 
literally yeah. like so you probably saw the video where we're like behind the scenes stuff and Mm-mm. i think he talks about it on y'all i just listened oh. to it once i'm like yeah cool oh he, he he might no he has the best youtube videos like he has the, the best videos ever out of anybody that shows him kind of going through the process of him producing and stuff it's very unique and fun he, his best friend f- follows him around Mm. with a camera and it's cool because you've already heard the song mm-hmm. but you hear him like start to come up with it and the melody's not quite what what is on the record and yeah. you see him like mold that as time goes on it's very cool but in one about the human condition uh, uh, record he's like yeah I'm gonna go back to my my parents house uh, because that's where he feels the most like comfortable to be creative yeah so really? like bring his friends over to his parents house it's awesome it's cool Billy Eilish it. is still living with her parents yeah yeah with I don't know if Phineas is still. I think he. Oh, there. I don't know either. I just saw him. I just actually. listened to Billie Eilish for like the first time. Yeah. She makes pretty good music. I'm not even a lie. Like she makes good music. Good for it's her. It's really catchy. It is. That's the thing. And the, Phineas is the genius yeah. behind all that. And he was at Nam too. The, the, they did a, a show. Or no, they both n- did. N- no, n- not a show. He, he did like a panel. Oh, cool. like talking with. Do you get to meet him or other producers? No, there's so there's so many people there. It's, ah. the, it's the biggest event of its kind in the world, actually. So it's so like what is that? What's Nam? I didn't even hear. So of that. so Nam is, I don't even know what it stands for. Most people don't even know what it stands for. Mm. Um, national something. <laughs> uh, but basically, it's all the association of music. Well, it's like music and merchandise or something. Mm. But what it is is like, all these companies have their own booth. Yeah. And they go there and they promote their new products. And it, the way they market things is cool. Like Waves, um, <sighs> their booth was awesome. And they yeah. had like so many computers to set up to where you can like demo their plugins and stuff. But they had the the mix engineer for Old Town Road there. Uh, and then they, they do these classes. There's like 10 a day That's about cool. how they, they break down all the tracks and like how they... How they um, just put them all together and molded them together with That's the plugins and stuff. Cool. Super awesome. Yeah. So the and everybody's doing that. Like, do you know who Andrew Huang is? Mm-mm. So he he's a big uh, producer YouTuber too. But uh, he was there for uh, the Universal Audio Apollo booth, which was super fun to see him talk through some things. I didn't even know he was going to be there, but. Yeah, it's basically like all the big companies. There's pro audio, then all the mu- music stuff, and then like DJ stuff, lighting stuff, and it's like an invite only thing. You got to be part of a, a vendor, Ooh, nice. which you luckily did. Yeah, that's luckily I've been dreaming cool, about dude. going to that thing for like five years. And my nice. boss is like, "Yo, I got tickets. You want to go?" I'm like, "No, that's oh, are you kidding me?" <laughs> cool, dude. No props. Fun. Honestly, hopefully you get to go back next year. Yeah, I'm hoping. Um, you mentioned waves. I tried torrenting waves because I mean, who's gonna pay a thousand dollars for a fucking plugin? <laughs> Um, but I did it wrong. You have to like disable your Wi-Fi when you do it or else you need to put in the code. And I didn't. And then so yeah, yeah. every time I log into my old computer, it said like, hey, you don't have an access. I'm like, fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we actually just, our Wi-Fi people gave us a notice that we've been caught for uh, for violating the ISP of like parenting shit. So I yeah. can't do it. If you do it twice, you lose your um, Wi-Fi. Oh, man. Um, there's the funny joke. It's like, what's a pirate's least favorite letter? And it's like, your Wi-Fi address has <laughs> been are- flagged. <laughs> Um, but no, man, that's, um, you said take all, like you, you watched all those people take the tracks and kind of mold yeah, them together. Yeah. So when you make music, do you like heavily EQ? Do you like make like the, the bass have 200 to 400 in the kick, you know, like, yeah, yeah. So I, not a full bodied guy. I, well, I do a lot of the key stuff the, of like problems that could be created on my console on the way in. So mm-hmm. like my kick drum has a hard, like, like. 500 hertz is a little bit dipped um and then there's a little bit boost at like 2k and, and like 
this a tiny bit and then a tiny bit of compression and that is what I'm recording in. So I can't change that. This is yeah. this the second it's recorded. And then I it allows me to be less um, kind of straining on my computer mm-hmm. with all the, the plugins that, that I'll use. But yeah, I I go crazy with the plugins. I'm not good at like ah. like making my computer happy. Mm-hmm. So I'm consistently like it's freezing and everything. I'm so bad That's with that. Funny. But yes, I I do yeah. go crazy with that type of stuff. No, I did. And then my computer, because I had an old 2008 iMac. Okay. Yeah, yeah, And it yeah. started crashing. So oh, yeah. now, I mean, I actually luckily got a new computer. But um, what yeah. I would do is I'm um, like, after a while, I'm like, it, all a track really needs is compression, EQ, compression again, send it to a, a reverb bus. Yeah. And then put compression on the master track. And it's like, all right. Just to like the compress everything. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Hold it all together. And Glue. I'm like, that's all I really need, you know? And, and obviously fun stuff like vibrato and yeah. tremolo or whatever would be yeah. fun. So do you, I mean, if there's one thing I, I, always, I always tell producers and musicians or anybody that, that's working in a DAW, if there's one thing that you should do, it's pay for the Slate All Access Pass. Okay. So it's 15 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a better deal ever. You get, it's all analog modeled gear. Ooh. You get like five compressors, like three EQs. And they're like once modeled after a studio EQ somewhere in England. And, and once like a console EQ, you get preamps, you, you get, it, it's, it's insane. And you get a crazy six oscillator synth, mm-hmm. um, uh, VST synth and nice. then you get like a modeling um, synth or just a, a straight up like just a straight up it's mm. basically like serum are you familiar with uh, serum or no, uh, atmosphere no. or kind of like a modeling synth is and you can change like the attack and the delay oh, like yeah. every single part yeah. of it yeah so a modeling synth where you can yeah. just change yeah cool yeah so it, it's cool. very and it's got six oscillators so it's like six different sounds you can have going at the same time which nice. is the biggest there is as far as I know yeah. um, and there's so many uh, other things that they have but the best one to do it, what you're talking about where you put put the compressor on the master bus to glue mm-hmm. everything together is they have a virtual tape machine it's like you put it through a tape wow. it is the warmest thing that's the only way I was able to get my kick in really any of the records but living the dream as punchy as it is mm-hmm. is, the t- is the tape that's cool man and it yeah that, that's my favorite thing and it's only 15 bucks a month yeah. and anything they release in the future is yours as well so that's cool i yeah, like that sweet. um john merrick because i watched his instagram story is a wonderful instagram oh, yeah. story um he showed a, like a random trick that he does when he's recording guitar he like has a tape and he shakes it yeah or something and just it to get like a, it out yeah or yeah. yeah just like a little bit of like warp and i'm like that's a pretty cool idea and i know mac demarco records on tape for because of that so it gets yeah. like a little bit of that warping and stuff yeah well and, and it's just like the warmth and saturation and it's the yeah, just the the warmth and how it, especially in today's age of digital, is like how do you translate your mm-hmm. analog sounds and your ideas into something that's completely digital and quote unquote robotic? Yeah, but still make it feel amazing. And I don't even know how fucking microphones work. I've looked it up. Oh, I understand yeah? technically how it like vibrates at a certain. Yeah, but yeah. But this yeah. is ones and zeros, dude. It's yeah. It's that doesn't make sense. No. Well, and 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 that's the thing is like, and then it comes back out. Yeah, it turns in like one. a couple milliseconds. It's crazy. I mean, and then imagine in live situations where I mean, your microphone is wireless. Yeah, it goes back to the, Bluetooth, the antenna, yep. and then goes to your receiver, goes to your snake, that then travels to your soundboard, then back, then to the monitor console, then to the uh, antenna, then to your ears. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Live, live. Yeah, yeah. If, if even like, there's usually almost no delay and shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you wear headphones when you when you perform? It 
depends on earplugs. Well, yeah, it's so it, it depends. I highly recommend in small settings so that you yeah. wear earplugs. I in big settings. If you're at a big venue, that's where it's most important. Well, yeah, the I should wear earplugs more than I do. You don't. I do. Well, come on. Man. Well, well, here's the thing yeah. saying that I'm not a I'm not naturally like a vocalist. I'm super mm. not comfortable mm. with my voice. I have to try really hard. And I uh, the second you plug your ears, you get all your high end roll off and you yeah. just sound like a muddy mess. And it's like so confidence draining mm-hmm. that I just, I can't do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting, um, basically they're high fidelity. Custom- yeah. I was just about to ask, yeah. have you heard of the ones where they have the little holes in it? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I have, cool. I have those and, and those do help. They do. They don't, they don't roll off the high end as much. They still do though. Still a little bit. It's impossible to make it perfect. Yeah. The most perfect thing that there is, is, and I would highly recommend this, a 1964 audio. I guess it's just called 64 audio now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're out of Vancouver, Washington. Uh, they're a custom. Have you got them yet, I- though? I- I- in here? No, but sound engineers wear them. Set sound, like front of house guys, yeah. wear them during their live shows. Oh, because, And they're the ones that are mixing the whole show, right? Yeah. So they have to be perfectly flat response in order for them mm-hmm. to do that. Because they'll go on tour and do 80 shows, 80, 120 shows a year. Mm-hmm. They're going to destroy their ears, so they wear those perfectly flat response earplugs, so I have some on order. So I will get back to you. That's so funny. I suggest this thing I haven't got. No, but that, that that's really good logic. And I'm, yeah. yeah, man, um, after your next EP or album or whatever, I'd love to have you back on and just yeah. hear more about it. Um, Absolutely. Do, do you have any other avenues? Like, are you going to make music for film or something at any time? Because it sounds like your kind of music could almost fit film. Like, it's barely sweet, sweet. not film music, but yeah. I think you could make film music. Sweet. Um you know, I would love, that's one of my fallbacks is I, that's why I got it so much into producing is because if I am not an artist or whatever, if that doesn't pan out mm-hmm. the way that I would like it to, then I will, I really want to be able to fall back and be a producer, whether that's for other bands or make tracks for, for movies or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever. But yeah. And the more that you work on like different genres and, and for different applications, the better you'll get at your own genre totally. because of the things that you learn. So I'm, I would totally be open to the idea of doing scores or yeah. you'd mix uh, other sing, people's sing. music. You'd produce and mix other people's music. Did I hear that in there? Yeah. So I'm working with um, uh, my old k- keyboard player. He's got this really cool orchestraic uh, 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 single that uh, he's got going. It sounds incredible. He got it nice. like, like real cellist, violin, uh, clarinet, flute. It sounds so cool. cool. And I've never taken an orchestraic uh, project before and tried to mix that down. Yeah. And I'm having a blast with it. It sounds so cool. And That's I love cool. it. Um, but yeah, I, I will absolutely. I've, I've put the offer out to work with a lot of people. But it wasn't until this last year that I felt like I can give a professional service yeah. of of mixing because yeah you feel weird you charging know. people Dude. when you know they're not making money off it because they're not a big musician so and then much, you're like man. you could be doing what i'm doing if you right. put 10 hour 100 hours looking right. it up yeah you feel bad i feel bad yeah but i'm like i want to help people yeah but then that is your time and expertise that's a weird weird uh you know line to yeah tell. you're selling something about yourself which inherently is just kind of weird yeah and yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. I feel. Do you do it? Do you charge people for your work? So, you so st- right now I don't. Um, however, I uh, 
that's because I'm building like my resume, right? Mm -hmm. So like I'll have my stuff and then on my website, it won't just have the stuff about me as a musician, but also me as a producer and the stuff that you can like hire me or whatever to do because I will have my stuff, which is like modern rock or pop EDM or tropical EDM or whatever you want to call the stuff that I got. And then uh, we got the orchestraic record I'm working on. I'm gonna, I'm working on another guy's kind of acoustic, uh, reggae funk stuff it's super fun uh i've like the the demos are cool um but uh just doing like a bunch of different genres and then having that as my resume and then i could say look here's what i might be able to do for you yeah then i'll start charging but right now without any definite like here's how your stuff will sound on the way out i don't want to be like pay me for that yet yeah really though um i like that you didn't go to school for it man I didn't, yeah. Yeah, you can learn it all on YouTube. All of it, 100%. I could talk about that in itself for days. Dude. Yeah. Did you watch... Wait, what, what, what DAW do you mix in? Logic. So. Did you watch... Um, I watched this whole YouTube channel of how to learn Logic Pro, and the dude is fucking phenomenal. Did you watch like one channel, or did you skip around for I, videos? I I just skipped around. I didn't uh, really spend a, 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 a ton of time on like the DAW itself. You probably know a lot more about how the DAW works well, than, you than mix, I do. You mix pretty good. Like you mix yeah. EDM stuff. So I'm like, oh, you actually know mixing better than Yeah. Me. Well, I, I, I'm super into like routing and, and mix buses, sends and returns and stuff like that. Like I know about all that works, but, but like as far as um, what a lot of people teach you with like shortcuts and stuff, like I'm, I'm kind of slow. Oh no, I'm not oh, talking about shortcuts. It. I'm turning oh, like, okay. how, like, yeah, like how, to, how to, how to reverse a clip and then oh, add yeah. EQ and then, or how to add a, uh, reverb and then flip yeah, it back. Absolutely. YouTube like all the way. Like, and yeah. I, I use that trick you're talking ah. about so many times. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, re- just YouTube <laughs> all the way. Yeah, because you learn that trick and you're like, well, fuck, I'm going to add this it's to the so beginning sick. of every vocal thing. And, yeah, you know, no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But um, but yeah, one winter, because each video is like 30 minutes and I would just, then there's probably like 160. Yeah. So like in the winter, I just watched like four a day while I was yeah. up at college and I was like, dude, dude, way dude. more interesting than college. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. It was the coolest thing, man. Um, learning how to mix music. And honestly, the music sounds better to me when I'm mixing it than just like listening to like professionally mixed music. I'm like, it's cool. Yeah. It's like really well made, but like, yeah, like putting those puzzle pieces together and then they click in really well. You're like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what it's for. Yeah. There's definitely a great feeling when you get everything to match like mm-hmm. as a puzzle piece does. And it it feels nice. It does. But if you're doing it for other people and they didn't make good music, it would be soul sucking to just try to make bad music into good music and you hand it to them like, yeah. I'm not happy with it. It's like, well, because you play shitty fucking music. Well, and well, he, here's something. Luckily, everybody I've worked with so far is, has been like close friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like it's really easy to say like, hey, you need to come retract your drums Oh, nice. and, and, and stuff like that. But Again, I, I can't imagine like, uh, imagine like your band like comes in, and then they're off, be- because as you're mixing this record, they're out promoting it on like a short like yeah. West Coast tour or whatever, and then you, they can't re-record your drums for you. What are you supposed yeah. to do? Yeah, your tempo's off. Yeah. <laughs> what are you no, supposed to do? That's what, do you play with a click for tempo? Or do you yeah, just, absolutely. You do? Yes. Interesting. So I play guitar with as much soul as I can, and then yeah. I actually beat map it. So it changes the tempo from yeah. like 139, 137, 142, every every four beats. Really? And, yeah, yeah. and so you add your kick drum, and you uh, snap it to the yeah. grid. Yes, yeah, you quantize. And it, yeah. yeah. And so then it plays with your, your natural progression. Yeah. It'd be worth trying once, but I'm yeah. sure it's way better to cl- play with a click. Yeah, well, I also use uh, click live, too. Oh, uh, I don't know so, what that is. So, so we're, we're like really on. Nice. Uh, but um you all record you track at the same time. 
Or do you like you you record your drums, bass, and guitar and sing at the same time? No, it's all it's one all at a time, separate. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. All, it's I thought all. I thought you were alluding to like we all play like with a click live, like you all hear the same well, click. I'm like Jesus, for, fuck, that'd be a lot for live shows. Oh, for live shows. Yes, but what you're saying, it you know we're capable, but the exactly what you were saying before we started the podcast is like mic bleed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you want Brutal. the most isolated like sound sample that you can get hands on. So and I mean, how many mics do you have just for a drum kit? You want like five if you yeah, want to really I think sound I ran, good. I think I ran. I mean, you can run nine. three, nine. I think on I ran your nine, drum. but just I didn't on your end drum? up using. Yeah, but I didn't. Holy I didn't. I didn't. Fuck, dude. dude I, I didn't end up using most of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Would you have like three overheads, snare, hi hat? So drum, I, I had I had stereo room mics in two two positions. So I had four uh, that were okay. on stands. That'll so it's just like you're sitting in the room. Right, mm-hmm. uh, right in front of it. Yeah. Um, and then I had uh, two stereo overheads, and then hi hat, and then under the ride mm-hmm. um, to get the shimmer effect yeah. of it. And then you're crazy, man. Well, Mixing that would be a headache in itself, dude. Well, it's the phase alignment is is a, mm. is, a is a headache That'd in, in a itself. Do you zoom way in and just try to match the tops? No. Of so I, I actually have uh, a waves plugin called in phase, nice. and, and it, it lets you see uh, compare two waveforms all the time, and then you can set uh, the delay on whatever's you want. Always want to phase your drum set to your snare mic, yeah, because it's the loudest, oh, the loudest smart, thing. Yeah. So, so you'll basically keep delaying the snare mic, mm-hmm. so the others will hit at the same time. Oh, nice, so, that's cool. Anyways, uh, um, would you ever just like play around with recording? Because I mean, I assume you've recorded guitar so many times, you don't want to record it like one at the twelve and one at the the you know the wood every single time. Like, have you ever played around with like ones at a figure eight and then ones straight on, or do you record your your guitar same way every time? And if so, how do you record it? So I, I typically record same way every time. Oh really? However, I love the sounds that some producers get in the weirdest in the weirdest ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Use so the company that I was just uh, talking to you about about fifteen dollars a month. They have a microphone that is oh, unbelievable. Really, and it's like seven hundred bucks, which is a <sighs> it's screaming deal compared to what it could be because it's a modeling what? it's a modeling microphone. So what it does is you put it in the software that you already get mm-hmm. for four, f- fifteen bucks a month, and it will. I feel like I'm trying to sell this, and and, and, <laughs> and it will. Hey, what company do you yeah, say you work for? Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> and, and it will model. Like a Neumann U forty seven, a U sixty seven, a U eighty seven, a Telefunken ELM two fifty one, four one four, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. on the list, and it sounds exactly oh, like it. That's so funny. So, dude. anyways, I use that, and I uh, model a Neumann U sixty seven, and I just mic that, just mono. I don't stereo mic acoustic uh, yeah. guitar because I'm pretty good about being able to play the exact same thing multiple times nice so i will just double track or triple track everything and if mm. i want a stereo image i'll just record the guitar two times mm. and then pan it so instead of doing it and just off tempoing one for like a, a millisecond right like what a lot of people do right which yeah. works which works yeah no yeah. Th- there's so many th- especially for d- doubling vocals that's a huge tip mm-hmm. like purposely detune y- your vocals oh you detune i i, I do the timing i do the timing the littlest bit yeah, well, I, I, do it. Oh, I, I do that too. Yeah. I do that too. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> recording my guitar, and this is just talking about acoustic uh, guitar. I normally just do one right over the left side of the sound hole. Um, well, I guess. Oh, to you me, don't do the it on side. the like. I usually do it on the bridge, like right up the twelfth fret. You do yeah. it on the on the sound. Uh, Mike, well, that's more um, better. Mo better. Yeah, in in a lot of cases, my guitar has a huge sound, and mm. my acoustic specifically um 
and I my uh, signal chain for my acoustic actually ends up working really well with the way I have nice. the mic. I like uh, it, man. Um, but yeah, my favorite actually sounding guitar now is classical guitars. Those things are unbelievably yeah. fun sounding. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just listen to some classical guitar instrumentals. Just Romanza shit, dude. Just as I'm like, as I'm cleaning up stuff for in the morning. Yeah, I but, like it. Well, we just got way way into technical music stuff. What what, what yeah, else is was, going on in your life, <laughs> if anything, man? Um. Wow, um, it's really cool because a lot of things I do, like my job, it involves gear because mm-hmm. I'm a gearhead, nice. uh, like we were talking about, and uh, I'm also a tracks engineer, so I I uh, set up tracks sessions. Um, Music's your whole life. You, you yeah. don't re- nice. That's Literally cool. you're everything. In a relationship, year and a half. Yeah, year and a half. yeah. That's two, cool, uh, it is a year and a half. Um, we've been talking for over two years but nice. we just hit a year and a half um january 2nd props man um you should <laughs> hopefully my girlfriend hears this and is impressed ah. that i remembered it yeah um, oh my God. <laughs> it's funny kenzie and has uh anniversary is the day uh february 13th so it's like impossible okay to forget, day yeah. before valentine's right, day right, right. that's awesome um, pretty much a month into being together for two years we started saying oh we're pretty much three years so now we're actually hitting three years like next month we're yeah. like whoa oh it feels like four years yeah because it's only been saying three. It for, yeah 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 so that's fucking <laughs> that's goofy, awesome man. man um yeah it's I don't, I don't know man i've been wanting to say it on the show the craziest thing happened to me three days ago i got pulled what? over okay i'd yeah. never gotten pulled over before.